the What The Fab podcast, where empowered women empower women through candid conversations, inspiring stories, and tangible tips. I'm your host, Elise Armitage. I'm a digital creator, and I left my nine-to-five job at Google to chase my dreams of being an entrepreneur. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's get into some real talk. Hey, hey, welcome back to the What the Fab podcast. Today's episode is for all you blogger friends out there that are interested in going to Fashion Week. Maybe you've never been before and it's a goal of yours to attend. Maybe you have been once or twice, but you feel like you could do Fashion Week better. I am hopping on this episode with my friend Greta Haller, and Greta is a pro at New York Fashion Week. She's been a bunch of times, and after, you'll hear about it in this episode, but after she said she was, quote, a bad blogger in the first attendance where she didn't really prep or research or prepare beforehand, after that, she's really, like, gotten her systems down because there's so much that goes into it, like, all of the plans not just of the actual travel and the shows, but everything else and the pitching, the different presentations, showrooms, PR agencies, events, parties, meeting with brands, trying to get brand collaborations before the trip so that you can shoot them while you're at Fashion Week. There is a lot that goes into it and it's expensive. So you want to make sure that you are not just having a fun time. I mean, sure, that's that's fine if you just want to go just for fun. But like if you want to be making some kind of ROI on attending and all of the work that you're putting into, you know, fashion week, you really have to be planning ahead of time. So we are welcoming Greta to the What the Fab podcast. She is a travel and lifestyle blogger based in Nashville, Tennessee. Greta is part of Babes That Wander, which is the diverse travel blogger group that I'm a part of. So we just met in person for the first time earlier this year, and we've been, you know, working on launching this group together for the last year. So I'm really excited to have her on the podcast. You can find Find her on Instagram at Greta underscore Holler. It's spelled H-O-L-L-A-R. And her website is GretaHoller.com. So with that, let's welcome Greta to the What the Fab podcast. Awesome. Well, hi, everybody. Um, today I am going live with my friend Elise from What the Fab. Um, we recently met, what is it, a week or two ago in Chicago for the first Babes That Wander trip. And We were talking in our group chat about Fashion Week the other day and thought it'd be fun to um, hop on here for a little bit and talk about bloggers going to Fashion Week and talk about our personal experiences and all the fun things. Yeah, I'm excited. I wish I saw someone's live like this before my first Fashion Week because I feel like I would have learned so much and like done my first Fashion Week so much better because there's a lot going on and it's like it's you know, if it's your first fashion week, it's really hard to figure out where to start to like even figure out what you're supposed to do, how to get to shows, all the things you need to pack, all the other events that happen outside of the actual shows. So yeah, I think this will be great. Yeah. My first fashion week was a disaster. (laughs) So I definitely hope that someone can watch this and be like, 
oh, okay, this is what I actually need to do. Are you going to Fashion Week this September? I'm not. I thought that was something else we could talk about was like why I'm not going to Fashion Week. Um, But we could talk about that later. Yeah. Well, tell me about your first Fashion Week. Okay. So my first one was New York and I happened to be there um, for work when I used to work at Google. And I realized that like fashion week was kind of overlapping with this big event that I had at the New York office. So I was like, um, amazing. I'm just going to extend my trip and like do New York fashion week and have Omid come out and meet me. And, um, that was, I don't know, probably four or five years ago. And it was super exciting. I didn't know what I was doing. I went by myself. Like I asked some of my blogger friends if they wanted to go or if they were going and nobody was planning on going. So I was like, well, I'm just going to be there. So I'll just make the most of it and like, see if I can get into some shows and, you know, have fun with that type of, experience. I feel like that's kind of every fashion blogger's dream is to like it to go to New York Fashion Week. Now, what shows and events did you go to? So I went to honestly a bunch of designers that I had never heard of before. Um, there were a couple that like I was really excited for because I was just a big fan of the the brand and the designer. So like Lila Rose was a big one that I was so stoked for. I love her dresses and her prints. They're just so like feminine and beautiful. Um, I also got to go backstage for a few different events, which um, or a few different shows, which is another tip I would say for bloggers is to like think about what hair and like makeup and beauty brands you already partner with or work with or have a PR contact for and ask if they are doing anything at Fashion Week. Um, because I got to go backstage for Desi Gual's show with MAC because MAC Cosmetics was doing all of the, the models makeup and everything. So like that was really fun to see the behind the scenes happening at the shows as well. Yeah, definitely agree that like behind the scenes is where it's at. Uh, I got to go backstage with Pamela Rowland for Dry Bar And they like did our hair and it was great. And then they sat us like front row on the very, very end. And I was on entertainment tonight and my parents were watching it and had no idea. And they like saw my outfit because it was this crazy outfit. And my dad was like, oh my God, you're on TV. I don't see your face, but I see your back. And I was like, oh, hey. So I mean, yeah, backstage is definitely like one of my favorite things to do at Fashion Week. Yeah. It's so fun just to see like all the, you know, the, the, clothes being pulled the models getting ready like it's kind of madness back there but it's really fun I remember the first one that I went backstage I was like I can't believe they're letting me back here (laughs) like I can't believe I get to see all this and then there was one show that I was there with um I was backstage with Aveda but they were like yeah sorry we can't get you seats at the show I don't even remember off the top of my head who the designer was but I was like oh that's kind of a bummer but you know, it'll be fun to see what's going on behind the scenes. So I went, did that with Aveda, saw the models getting, you know, hair and makeup done. And then I just kind of like snuck through this random door and ended up like getting a seat at the show. And (laughs) it was great. I got to watch the whole thing. So that I would say is another tip is just kind of like, you never know when you're going to be able to like pop into something. Um, Like, yes, obviously there's security and like to go through the main door, there's like a a name check and everything. Um, But sometimes you can kind of finagle your way into other events and shows too. Yeah. I love it when you can sneak into a show and like, you're like, are they going to say something to me? No. Okay. (laughs) And you just 
kind of squeeze past him and like, oh, I was backstage. Like I, my seat's right here. Yeah, clearly. Hold up. I have to tell you about my new What the Fab presets. I finally launched digital product and let me tell you, it was a lot harder than I expected it to be, but I am so excited that they're live. They're available. You can shop them on the website. You can just go to whatthefab.com slash presets to see them in all their freaking glory. (laughs) These presets are something that I have been refining and tweaking over the years. And after almost a decade of being a travel blogger and lifestyle blogger, I'm finally making them available to you to purchase and to use on your own photos. So whether you are a full-time content creator or this is your side hustle or you just want beautiful aesthetic photos for your feed, I'd love for you to check them out. Presets are honestly a game changer. Using Lightroom presets has really optimized how I'm able to edit my photos. It makes everything cohesive and beautiful and branded so that when you see one of my pictures on Instagram or Pinterest, you know that it's coming from what the fab. And you can have that kind of brand cohesiveness too by using the presets and tweaking them for your own skin tone and style. They also have saved me hours upon hours of editing photos. I mean, it used to take me half a day to go through you know, hundreds of photos from a shoot. Now I can just do it within one or two clicks. And then if I'm using desktop, batch sync it across all of the photos. It's amazing. Like I said, game changer. And these presets are, they're light and airy and will make your photos look beautiful, whether you're shooting on an iPhone or in the raw on DSLR. I've got the mobile pack. I've got the desktop pack. So there's something for everyone. If you want to edit just on the go, the mobile pack is a great option and you can use Lightroom Mobile. The app is free. So that's a really great option for someone who's doing this as a side hustle or a beginner. And then if you are building building a brand, um, maybe this is your full-time thing, you'll probably want both the mobile and the desktop versions because then you'll be able to edit on the go on the app, but then also really like sit down in front of your computer, do that batch editing I was talking about, and just have that really cohesive vibe across all of your photos. So I hope you'll check them out. And I'm so excited I have a little gift for you. So you can get one of my mobile presets for free. Just go to whatthefab.com slash free and you can get my World Traveler mobile preset for free and you can use it on the Adobe Lightroom app on your phone. And the World Traveler preset, I've used it on every type of photo imaginable. It's light and airy and beautiful and just makes you look glowy. I've used it on selfies, date night pics, home decor, food, um, my friend's kids, and of course, my jet setting travel pics. So I know that you will love it. Again, go to whatthefab.com slash free to grab that free preset for yourself. Enjoy it. Love it. Use it. I can't wait to see what kinds of photos you create with it and be sure to use hashtag WTFab presets so I can see and share on my stories. All right, let's get back to the episode. What was your first experience like? Mine was, I was at a blogging conference like the month before, um, met some girls who were going and they were like, hey, we have an extra spot in our room. It was like four girls in a room. It was insane. But I was like, okay, cool. I'll go. Um, went, did little to no planning. I went to a couple of shows. I just went with little to no prep, um, was hung over for most of it because I would drink too much at the parties, which was not good. Uh, did not set up a photographer, didn't do 
hardly anything. So I definitely like learned from my first fashion week and built on that because I, I was a, a bad blogger my first fashion week. <laughs> I was a bad blogger. How many ha- fashion weeks have you attended now? Oh my goodness. Um, I always go in September. So I've been to four Septembers and then I've gone to two Februarys, but I brought my husband to one in February and he did a couple of things with me, which was really fun. I didn't do a lot of like, I just went to a few shows and a few events and then he and I just like hung out and did stuff the rest of the time. That's fun. So you've been to a lot of fashion weeks. Um, I've never been in September. I only went during the winter one, which was brutal. It was so freaking cold. It was the coldest Valentine's Day that um, New York had had in a century. (laughs) So like the mayor was on TV being like, stay home, don't go outside. Like you're going to get frostbite. What is something that you learned from your new, your first fashion week that you do now? So um, doing all of the like research and prep ahead of time, um, there, you know, if you just Google like whatever fashion week it is that you're going to, I've, um, done New York and London, like every, um, fashion week is going to have a website that gives you a list of the designers and the shows and a schedule. Sometimes it's not necessarily as like built out in advance as you would hope for it to be. Sometimes it's like a little bit more last minute, but I would say like, as soon as you decide that you are going to do this, you're going to fashion week, like start the planning. And I just went through and I researched everyone that was having a show at fashion week. And I tried to look up either the PR agency that, um, that they have and they work with, or just a PR contact directly with the brand and just sent out a bunch of email pitches with my media kit. And, you know, I'd love to attend your show and here's the type of coverage that I'm planning, all that good stuff. And then in addition to the shows, there's also like all of the events and parties and like you have to figure out, you know, where you're going to stay and accommodations and all that. Um, I know in New York, like hotels start to get super booked up, they get expensive and pricey. And so you know, if you're trying to get a comped hotel room, I would do that like really far in advance with your reach outs. I would use a platform like Curiosity to see if you can get that hotel room booked far ahead of time. Um, If you're going with friends, like definitely sharing a room or Airbnb is a good way to go. And then for all the other fun events and parties, I would just reach out to different PR agencies that are either based in New York or that you think might be working with a brand that could be hosting some type of event for Fashion Week and just saying like, hey, do you have anything planned for Fashion Week? I'll be there these dates. Um, And even if they don't have something planned, if there's a a brand or a PR agency that you want to meet with in person that's based in New York, like that's a great thing to do too, to get that FaceTime and just, you know, form those connections for those brands and agencies that you might want to work with in the future. Okay, I don't know if you saw it on the blog, but I finally finished designing and decorating my office with Havenly. Havenly is an online interior design service, and you guys, they are freaking awesome. And honestly, just such an affordable price point for the type of service that they deliver. And of course, I have a discount code for you. So here's how Havenly works. You pick a designer, you can look through all of their previous designs, find someone that aligns with you and your style, and then you can fill out 
out a whole style quiz and info about the room that you're looking for interior design help with. Then you get into the fun part. So your designer will put together a few different mood boards for you. You give feedback on them and then they start designing renderings for your room and giving you actual product options to choose from. So they'll be like based on your mood board and your style. Here are a few different rugs, sofas, whatever furniture and decor it is that you're looking for for your space. And then you can go through and finalize pick your selects or ask for totally new options. And then once the design is exactly what you want, you can just check out directly through Havenly in one click. So instead of going to Wayfair's website and West Elm's website and a bunch of different websites and checking out a bunch of different times, you can buy everything all at once through Havenly. You know I'm an efficiency freak, so that part really speaks to me. You can get 25% off your design package with my code WTFAB. Just go to havenly.com to use it. And if you want to see more pictures of my Boho Glam office that they designed, just go to whatthefab.com and search for office. It'll pop right up. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, those are all such good tips for sure. Um, I don't know if I'm going in September or not, but I did book my hotel like months and months ago through Curiosity just because it was more affordable and I did not want to room with five other girls like I had before. And while it's fun rooming with five other girls, it's also stressful because it's like four bloggers with their two suitcases and all their clothes. And it's just like an explosion of chaos in the room. So I was like, if I go this year, I just want to very calm, just very like, cause I mean, it's, it's work. I mean, it, it is a lot of fun, but if you go, there's a lot of work involved. Yeah. So talk to me about, and this kind of leads into like why I'm not going to fashion week this year, but what do you do when you're there in terms of work? Like, is there an actual ROI for you in attending New York fashion week? Is it more like it's fun and it provides like great content and coverage or are you actually like you know landing campaign deals while you're there what does that look like so I think it's different every year um I mainly just go to go to shows because I love fashion and I go to meet with brands while I'm there um one of the like after my first disastrous fashion week what I did is I looked at every blogger I knew that went Instagram story and saw where they went and who they had meetings with And then the next time I went, I pitched all those places for meetings um, and have gotten some campaign deals out of meeting with those people and having that face-to-face with them. And then I've also um, scored partnerships going to Fashion Week. Um, There was one year I uh, did stuff with Dr. Scholl's behind the scenes. Um, I did some stuff with Macy's for like street style. Um, So those were, you know, two fun campaigns that came out of going to Fashion Week. And then I also just go to shoot content, like, you know, fun content that, you know, I wouldn't normally get here in Nashville, you know, the city and this, you know, the skyline and all of those cool photos that you see, like your favorite, like New York bloggers do. So yeah, just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of early mornings, late nights, networking, talking to everyone you see, and just trying to make the most of your trip there because it's not a cheap, trip. It's expensive um, between airfare. And then if you do get a hotel room with a couple of girls and subways, Ubers, um, I normally don't eat a lot when I'm in fashion week. I call it the fashion week diet. I have like Nutri-Grain bars and like peanut butter and crackers in my purse that I like pull out in between shows and I'm shoving in my mouth. So um, 
Yeah, you definitely need to like have a plan before going to make it worthwhile. Because I mean, if you have a lot of money to blow, and you just want to go hang out with your friends, like that's cool. But it's a lot of work to to actually make money going to fashion week. Yes, absolutely. So for me, I like it's, it's so much fun. Like it's such a unique experience. And I think like I said, you know, when I first started my blog, that was like a dream, like to go to Fashion Week and to be able to do that. So I think I definitely would like to go again in the future. But it's, you know, for me, like when I think about how expensive it is, like I'm on the other side of the country. So like, that's a long flight. And all of the things that go into it, like transportation, just like getting around, like sometimes you're so, you know, you're finishing one show and that show finishes late. So you're like trying to hustle to get to the other one. And it's like, is it faster to take the subway? I might get lost. So I'm just going to pay for the Uber. And it's a lot of that, um, the food, the hotel. So it adds up really quickly. And if you are going just for fun, I think like it's good to know what your goals are going into it. If you're going just for fun and you're okay with like spending the money on it, then like great. You're going to get really fun content. You're going to have a fun experience. Um, But if you are trying to either make up for the costs or make money from, you know, net money from this trip, then like you definitely have to be planning all that out in advance. I think like that's a great hook to pitch brands with beforehand, like the street style one that you did with Macy's. There's a lot of like fun angles that you can take with your pitches to when you're reaching out to brands to be like, I'm going to be at fashion week. You know, I want to partner with like dry bar for your, your, um, dry shampoo and talking about like running around from show to show and like keeping my hair looking good. There's a lot of room for creativity there. And then yeah, super smart. I love the, um, sneaky, brilliant detail of like checking out your favorite bloggers and seeing like who they're meeting (laughs) with, where they're going. Like that is brilliant. I love that. Um, so that's a great tip too. Yeah. Like right now, uh, I'm trying to decide if I'm going or not. So I have like my huge Excel sheet with like the days that I plan on being there. And then I have like the showrooms I want to go to events, the shows I want to go to just I have a whole like with the emails, like the date I sent my first email, the day I'll follow up. And like you said, like, you know, with COVID, I'm like, I don't know if Fashion Week's going to happen. And then also, like, are people going to be having showroom visits? Are people going to be having events? Are people going to want to meet? So I haven't booked a flight yet, because I just kind of want to play it by ear. Because yeah, it would be cool to go up there to go to a few shows, but it's not really worth it to just be like, Oh, I'm going to go to one show and fly up there for a couple of days and then come back. So this year is definitely more tentative than the ones before, because it's just everything is so unknown. Yeah, definitely. Um, what is what is the showroom situation in New York? So you like reach out to different showrooms and like get to go in, check out what the different brands that they have, like for, for someone who's not familiar with what a showroom is. Can you tell us more? So a showroom is basically like a brand. It's like a room where you can go in and you can preview like upcoming collections. Um, So, you know, like if I emailed Mark Fisher, which is like a shoe brand, they invite me to their showroom and then I can look and see, oh, this is like a trend for, you know, the spring or for next fall. And then work with them on ways that, you know, like, oh, well, I'm going to Vegas with my girlfriends, like, oh, these heels would be really great. I could f- get a really cool shot photographing these heels in Vegas, or I'm going on a ski trip, like these ski boots are great. So it's just like meeting with them, seeing what they have coming up and collaborating on ways you guys can work together. A lot of PR agencies have showrooms. So like Allison Broad, 
in New York has, they represent so many different brands like Urban Decay and Draper James and just so many different brands. So you go into their office and then they have like a little showroom area. The last time I was there, they just gave me a box and just told me to put whatever I wanted in a box and they shipped it to me and it was there when I got home, which is great. It was, you know, that's awesome. But, uh, you know, and just, I just think there's something to be said about having like the face-to-face with brands. Um, You guys can communicate through email all day long, but you don't know if like you vibe with their person and if if you vibe with their brand, unless you're in person talking. Yeah, definitely. Okay. You're making me want to go again. (laughs) (laughs) I I really, really want to go in September. I've been looking forward to it forever, forever. I got like, I got my outfits ready. I'm like so ready to go, but I just, it's gotta be safe. Like I can't go up there and just be like, Oh, well I'm vaccinated. So I should be fine. Like Delta is, is a real threat. So it's a real threat and it's killing my vibe. Um, I wonder if they'll move towards doing more of the kind of like showroom style events. What do they call that when it's like, it's not a runway show, but like, oh, presentations. Presentation. Yes. I wonder if they'll move to like more kind of presentations and kind of spacing people out so that you're not all like sitting in a crowded, you know, room, everybody next to each other, you know, watching a runway show um, as kind of like a COVID measure. I got invites to some in February, like Rebecca Minkoff and Vogue were doing presentations and you had to, you had an assigned time and I think you had like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so they were having people go in like, you know, five people going in for 20 minutes at a time. You could view like the models, the clothes, the presentation, take your pictures, take your video and then go out a a separate door. Um, And I thought that was really smart. But again, I was like, I'm not flying to New York for two presentations and then nothing else because nobody was back in the office yet. Right. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that that's a great idea. I'm, if I do go, I'm interested to see how the shows will be. I don't know if they'll do like every other person to a seat or, you know, do two different shows. I don't know what's going on this yeah. year. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I feel like even before COVID, I feel like more and more designers were moving away from doing um, runway shows because it's like such a huge production. It's so short, you know, like that, know. that's what I was the most surprised about the first time was like, I think Desi Wall was my very first runway show. And it like, they had this like beautiful, you know, backdrop kind of like stage behind, you know, where the, the models were walking. And then it was like over so quickly. And, and then they start tearing everything down and it was like, oh my gosh, like, but with a presentation, you're able to like, a lot of times walk right up to the model and see what they're wearing and, you know, get like super up close and personal with the pieces and like, awesome shots and kind of interact with it a little bit more and you can take your time. So I felt like I was kind of seeing that as a a trend already. And then I feel like maybe with COVID, it might kind of accelerate that. I don't know. I hope so. And I think you appreciate the presentation more than you do a show because a show like you're trying to watch the show, but you're also trying to get content and everyone else has their phones out and you don't really feel like you're appreciating it. So with a presentation, you can like go through and take your pictures and your video, but you also like get to see everything up close. And I feel like you appreciate it so much more because you're like, oh, wow, I didn't see this gorgeous like beaded detailing from across the room. Like it's stunning in person. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you're so close with it. And then I feel like sometimes because it's more of like an all day thing and it's not just like this you know, runway that's going to be torn down after like a five to 10 minute show. Sometimes I think especially when I was at um, London Fashion Week, 
like they did some crazy sets. Like one of them was inside this warehouse, but it like it looked like a beach. Like you walk in, you feel like you're on the beach. There was like sand, there were ocean waves, and it was all this like resort wear. And it was so cool. All like they were kind of spread out. The models were spread out throughout this like beach scene. And they were all doing different things. Like one of them was like reading a book and like lounging and like had this beautiful flowy dress. Like another one was like she looked like she was gonna play a game of like um it's it's a British game. Is it croquet or it's okay. something, something yeah. with a ball? But she was kind of like throwing the ball like <laughs> playfully and like had her little like, I, I don't even know what to call it, paddle, like her little thing. And she was just racket. like, yes, thank racket. you, her little racket. <laughs> and she was just like posing with it and twirling around, like just like really fun kind of little like vignettes and scenes um, that were really playful and just kind of added to the whole atmosphere. Um, so I thought those were really creative and and different I was gonna ask you something and the question totally just escaped me oh well another thought since you're getting me all excited about fashion week I feel like we should plan like a February babes that wander fashion week yes you know I'm always down for a New York trip there's so much to do that would be so fun um are you do you have any like goals to go to fashion week in other countries Oh, yeah. I would love to go to like London or Paris Fashion Week. Um, I just haven't had like the right opportunity to go. I think for a trip of that scale, like I would definitely need to partner with like a brand to cover like my flights and my hotel because you're in another country. Like I can navigate New York because, you know, I speak English and it's only like an hour and a half flight from Nashville. Like it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, But in another country. I would definitely need to partner with somebody on that. Who did you go to London Fashion Week with? So I was just there. Like I happened to like have a trip. I think, oh no, I was, it was when I was living in London for a couple of months um, for work and it, it overlapped with London Fashion Week. So I actually felt like I had an easier time navigating, maybe because I had done New York first, but I felt like I had an easier time navigating London Fashion Week and like getting invites to shows and events and um it was it was really fun and I I would love to do like Paris or Milan but I do feel like like you say like only speaking English would make it tough and I feel like I would reach out you know to designers in Paris and be like bonjour and then the rest would be in English <laughs> yeah. and they'd be like oh you ugly American <laughs> Like, I just don't, I feel like it would be difficult. I would need like somebody to help me navigate that if it was a different, if it was like Paris or Milan. I was in Florence and Gucci was having a fashion show at one of like the big museum in Florence. And I knew exactly what was going on. My husband was like, why are all these girls dressed up in like this, these like ridiculous clothes in their heels? And I'm like, that's the Gucci logo. And we like walked over and I like watched everyone walk in and I was like, one day, one day I'll be at Gucci. Goals. Oh my God. That's so fun. Um, For a blogger who is like, this is their first time trying to plan a trip for New York Fashion Week. What would be kind of some other tips, advice, um, anything else that would be helpful for somebody? There is this app uh, you can download called GPS Radar. And it is a really cool app. I downloaded it my first fashion week, but um, you can request invites to shows and events. Um, You know, if you email, you know, like you can email Michael Kors and Tori Birch and all of these like big, you know, Tom Ford, all these big designers, but 
they're probably not going to let you to their show because they have a very specific like clientele. I think you have to be like a certain place in the blogger world to get invites to those type of shows. You have to be like really in their like market. But GPS Radar was good because you can go to shows to some lesser known designers and still go to shows, get the experience. I did that a lot for my first two years. I just went to shows on there that I requested an invite to. Um, And you have to fill out an application to be accepted, just like filling out your name, social handles, like the type of coverage you'll provide. And then also just, you know, not being afraid to, to pitch like reward style has a party every year. That's, you know, invite only. I only got invited once and I got a little drunk and I was never asked to come back, but I've snuck in a couple of times. But just not being afraid to email them and be like, hey, I know I wasn't invited, but I'm going to be there and I would love to come. I mean, I always say like, you can always ask. It doesn't hurt to ask. If they say no, it's like, okay, no big deal. But I email everybody and ask to go to everything. Like I email Harper's Bazaar to go to the Harper's Bazaar party and they always say no, but I'm like, they might say yes one day. Next year might be the year. I mean, at the last Harper's Bazaar party, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj got into that fight and I missed it because I wasn't there. So yeah. maybe we'll take their spots. Like maybe they're not yeah. invited because they caused a fight. <laughs> I mean, you never know. So just emailing. And then I also like if you have some blogger friends and they're going like share your schedules with each other. It's always more fun to have a buddy with you. And like if they weren't invited to some events, like asking for a plus one and they can come with you. And that way, like you're not so anxious walking into a fashion week event and you don't know anybody. Um, I'm a big fan of having a buddy for all fashion week things. Like you don't, you don't need a buddy to go to shows, but, or like your meetings, but like for the after party events. Yeah. It's definitely way more fun to have a buddy to go with. Yeah. Definitely. And just search and searching through your emails with like past brands and seeing what their address is and seeing if they're based in New York. If they're based in New York, they probably have a showroom and they probably would be happy to have you come and talk with them and check it out. Such good tips. You're pro, Greta. I definitely want to do fashion week with you. <laughs> I am like I like I said, I have a schedule. I follow that schedule. Like I am it's like a whirlwind all day long. Like that my husband hasn't been back with me since that one time we went because I'm like, I will not see you. Like you will feel neglected because I'll be like, Oh, Hey, let's grab dinner. Just kidding. I got invited to this show. Have fun. See you later. Figure out your own thing. Bye. Well, and I think people look at Instagram stories or they see blockers at fashion week and they're like, Oh, they just party and walk around in their heels. And like, it's just like, Oh, whatever. It's like so silly, but I'm like, no, it's like hard. It's exhausting. The blogger Olympics. It really is. What is the what is the weather like in September? Is it nice or is it hot? Uh, it's nice. Um, I don't remember it being like too painfully hot. I mean, it's been a while. It's been like a almost two years since I've been. But uh yeah, I think it's okay. It's just hard, like if you know, they're showing like you're trying to dress in like a fall outfit because like fall content and you're like oh my god I'm so hot I'm gonna die um and then the last time I went in February I didn't pull out my coat the entire time I brought like all my coats and my boots didn't wear them once like I could just wear like my regular clothes like my rather like my sweaters and dresses and all that stuff and I was fine wow I'm yeah. so jealous so just, it just depends like global warming is so crazy like you never know like what weather is going to be like anywhere that is so days. true 
when I did it in February, I was like, I don't know if I can do February again because it was, like I said, it was the coldest February in a hundred years. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. I was freezing my tits off, like to the point where like my feet, I was like, I'm actually concerned that I'm getting frostbite, like through my boots. Like, you know, I was wearing, I had like my grandmother's like vintage fur coats. I was wearing these like heavy sweaters underneath. Like I was bundled up and I was still freezing. And it's just such a, I mean, I'm not used to snow either. So like I um, slipped on some ice and ate shit and like got this like beautiful mink fur coat, like with like sludge, like icy sludge on it. And I was like, I don't know how to clean fur. Like what am I? Oh, that makes me so sad. It was, it actually just cleaned off just fine. But I was like, that was the moment that I was like, I don't think I'm going to do February again. I think February is better now that it was just like the weather is so crazy. Like I hate yeah. global warming, but I, it's fine for me. if New York fashion week is fine in that at that time. So but we'll see. Maybe February we can take a Babes That Wander trip to Fashion Week. I feel like we've all been before. I feel like in our group chat we were talking about how most of us have been to Fashion Week before. Yeah, I think so. That would be so fun. I think like we should definitely start planning that. Yeah, we have to start planning like now. Like now. You have to plan so far in advance for Fashion Week. How far in advance did you start pitching? Um, I probably, well, for my first one, I probably started like a couple of months in advance. Um, But you obviously can and probably should start pitching before that. And then for London, I think probably about the same, like a couple of months in advance. What about I've you? I've never been you? able to get a comp hotel room at Fashion Week. It's always like, nope, can't do it. Like I've pitched six months in advance before and they look at the calendar and they're like, oh, this bitch is trying to get Fashion Week in there. <laughs> they're like, they're I like, see nope, what you're doing. Nope. Yeah. They're like, I see you. I see what you're doing. Nope. It's like when I tried to pitch hotels in Chicago for Lollapalooza. And at first they were like, oh, great. We'd love to have you. And then a week later, they were like, that's Lollapalooza weekend. <laughs> like, no, that's not going to work for us. And you're just like, damn it. Dang it. But I pitch uh, usually about two months before. Usually like the schedule gets released a lot sooner. So you can pitch like two months before, but the schedule got released last week. So I sent all of my show pitches last week and then um, all of my showrooms, but I haven't heard anything back from showrooms yet because I don't think people know what's going on either. So I think everyone's afraid to kind of be like, oh, let's commit and then have to cancel. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That's kind of what's in the back of my head, too. I'm like, that'd be so fun if we did a February trip together. But like, who knows what is going to be happening? Hopefully things will be calmed down and the Delta variant will be squashed by then. But you never know. Fingers crossed, friend. Fingers crossed. I just don't know. How how long do you usually spend in New York for Fashion Week? Like, do you go the whole time? No, I usually <laughs> land on like... I. The cheapest flight from Nashville to New York is at six o'clock in the morning and it's usually like a hundred dollars. So I will take that flight, get into the city, like leave my crap at my hotel and just hit the ground running. So I usually do a Thursday through Monday because I mean, I'm more focused on like brand partnerships and showroom visits at this point than I am the actual shows. If I wanted to see more shows, I'd probably stay longer, but like having all day Thursday and Friday and half a day Monday for shows or like for brand meetings is best for me and then the weekends is when like most of the events are I've never stayed a whole week before though I feel like that's intense like after like 
three days, you're just kind of over it. You're like, okay, I'm so tired of like running around like a chicken with my head cut off and wearing uncomfortable shoes and like limping to the subway. <laughs> like you're just like, okay, I'm done. I need to, I need a break. I need some normalcy. So yeah, normally like three to four days is my max. That's, I mean, I feel like that's a lot. That's plenty. Yeah, it's a lot. Anyway, like I've gone with girls before that are just like, fuck it. I'm going home. I can't do this anymore. Like, I just need to get out of here. And I'm like, okay, go. See you later. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's like Vegas. Like you think that like five days is going to be so fun. And you're like, actually, I really only needed two or three. (laughs) No, you really, I've never been to Vegas, but I can imagine like you don't need like a whole, like five days there, like three days Mm. would be fine. Max. Yeah. Well, I feel like we covered a lot. And especially if somebody is like trying to go to fashion week for the first time, I feel like we shared a lot of tips, like learnings, experiences that would be helpful for people. Um, Anything you want to add? No, I think we're good. We covered a lot of ground today. Well, thanks for having me on your live, Greta. Well, thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah, it'll be so fun to (laughs) get it live. But yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Loved that conversation with Greta. I am feeling major FOMO now for sitting out Fashion Week this year and kind of ready to start planning for next year. I felt like she gave some really great tips. And if you are planning on going to Fashion Week, I hope that you got some tidbits from this episode that are helpful for you. If you enjoyed this episode, got some value from it, I would love it if you could rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It's how I'm able to grow this show. And if you could snap a screenshot of listening to the episode and share it on your stories, you can tag me and Greta in it. I'm at WTFab and Greta is at Greta underscore holler. All right, we are going to have some more fun episodes coming up. So make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and we will chat again soon.